It's time to continue our SEC series on make-or-break factors. We're taking a look at Mississippi State. What are the make-or-break factors for the Bulldogs in 2021? Lance, give us your first one. I think the most important thing is they've got to be able to get this air raid offense under control. Mississippi State struggled offensively last year, finishing 104th in the country. They gained only 340 yards per game, and they were 109th in points per game at 21.4 after that LSU game where they just shocked the country. Outside of you, you thought Mississippi State was going to win that game. They just shocked the entire country. They, uh, they, they fell apart, and a lot of that was due in part to K.J. Costello continuing to throw interceptions. They went to a guy in Will Rogers uh, as a freshman down the stretch, and he played decent, but he didn't play well. Um, and, and that's another one of my make-or-break factors is can Will Rogers improve in year two, 11 touchdowns, seven picks. They've, it's not even Will Rogers' job necessarily right now. He's got to earn it, according to Mike Leach, through the spring. Exactly. So it, it's it's can they figure this air raid offense out? And if so, who's going to be the guy that controls? And if it's Will Rogers, can he improve in year two? I think it starts with this offense because this defense was not terrible last season. I think they've got some building blocks and they can improve on that side of the ball. But it, it starts with the it starts with the air raid. You got to be able to get it under control because the scheme will work. You just got to be able to figure out how to make it work. I don't know if the scheme will work in the SEC. I'm curious about that. And I said that when Mike Leach came into the conference, but. Looking at this quarterback battle, he's got to go against Will Rogers, that is, the incumbent at the moment. He's got to go against Lobertich, the USA transfer. Jack Abraham from Southern Miss, who I was pretty high on when Auburn was playing Southern Miss a couple of years ago. He was just a young whippersnapper at Southern Miss back in 2018, but I thought he could toss the football around the yard. And then there's a couple of freshmen that can maybe factor into the mix. I think Will Will Rogers ends up winning the job because I've never been uh Lovertich was not really that great at South Alabama and Abraham's good uh, but I, I don't know if he's better than Will Rogers who already has SEC experience mm-hmm. and I thought did some good things at times for Mississippi State last year you talk about that defense as well they gave up 28 points a game last year I'm with you I don't think it looked bad they hung in the Georgia game because of that defense well you look at them statistically that was 58th nationally out of 128 teams they're in the top half giving up 28 points per game and then whenever I say building blocks they're bringing back 85 percent of returning production on the defense side of the football that's 16th nationally so they've got building blocks they've got things that they can continue to improve on and then they've got guys coming back I think it I think the defense is going to play well this year the other thing about Mississippi State is the air raid was so bad on offense where they only scored a little over 21 points a game. Defense is out on the field a ton. They're going to give up 28 points a game. I don't know why everybody's super high up on this Mississippi State team, though. I'm a little bothered by that because we saw ESPN's FBI project them for like eight wins, more than Auburn. I'm like, what? Where is this coming from? These guys won three or four games last year and they didn't look good doing it. Yeah, and then and to, to couple that as far as like numbers go with the FPI and all these different ratings and stuff, Mississippi State had the worst offensive line in the SEC according to Pro Football Focus. If you want to talk about it's how... It's pretty bad considering they throw the ball 60 times a game. Exactly. You want to talk about all these different numbers that ESPN is throwing out there to try and prove that Mississippi State should be really good this season. Look at what they did last season as a, as a unit on the offensive line and then look at what they're returning this season. 72% of their returning production on the offensive side of the football. That's 62nd nationally. I don't want that amount of production coming back from a unit that only mustered 21 points per game and had the worst offensive line in the SEC. I don't want that.
a make or break factor for me since we're shifting away now from some of the things on the field talked about that offense a bit in the quarterback battle and I'll get back to the offense in a little bit but I want to look at the schedule here for me it's what do they do in the first six games because their season could be over after the first six games when you look at their schedule you've already talked about it a little bit when we were talking about their first loss earlier in the show but they open up against Louisiana Tech at three o'clock which Louisiana Tech's a bit of a tricky Conference USA team they've had some good offenses not some not some so great defenses out there but some good offenses could they score enough to make that game a little interesting if Mississippi State has some hiccups on the offensive side of the ball once again I go back to this Mississippi State team made a bowl game last year but they barely beat Tulsa and then there was that brawl at the end of the game that everybody remembers I mean these guys struggled with Tulsa I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility they only scored like 26 points in that game against Tulsa last year I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility they only score like 26 against Louisiana Tech still win but it doesn't look attractive let's just hold off on the brawl after the ball game you know after that you got NC State at home then you go to Memphis so two tough non-conference games after that tough non-conference schedule to open up for Mississippi State that is that is struggling on the offensive side of the ball and I'm not sure year two that the air raid is just going to be firing off on all cylinders I'm not sure if it works at this level in the SEC where teams have much better defenders than they do out in the Pac-12 but we'll see then they've got a host LSU they're at Texas A&M a bye week and then they've got Alabama these guys start out 0-3 in conference play at least and then my question is what do you do in those non-conference games you gotta go Two and two and one, three and zero oh in, in in those non-conference games. You got to go three and zero oh those non-conference games just to be three and three after your first six. Right. Their season could be over after the first six games yep. if they lose one of those non-conference games. Then you're looking at two and four. Now the back half is a little bit more favorable, but they'll still have losses to Auburn and Ole Miss in that mix, and then not easy games against Kentucky and Arkansas, just depending on what they look like at the end of the year. I. I see a world where Mississippi State doesn't make a bowl game if those first three games don't go swimmingly for the Bulldogs. Right, right. It, it, what I wrote down, I completely agree with you, is can they can they come out of the first five games of the season with a winning record before they hit their bye week? And if they don't, they're not making a bowl game. Louisiana Tech is 57-33 and 33 since 2014. They average eight wins a season. Memphis, as you mentioned earlier, an eight- or nine-win program consistently, has one of the best offenses in the country, ev- not every single year. You but think like that's State's past- first loss? Yes, I, I, I think that's uh, Mississippi State's first loss of the season. And then again, even though I think NC State's probably going to beat or probably going to lose to Mississippi State, they still went eight and four last season. They return eighteen starters. If you can't get out of that non-conference slate and at least beat one of those two first SEC teams in LSU or Texas A&M, you're not you're not making a bowl. It's just not happening. And I and I don't see them doing that. I I don't I don't I don't see them doing that at that point. I mean, you've got you've got some wins on the back half. You're going to beat Tennessee State. You're going to beat Vanderbilt, I believe. So you're looking at four wins right there if they're able to take two out of three of that non-conference slate. And then you're at four. And you got to find two more. You got you got to you got to find two more out of Kentucky, Arkansas, Auburn, and Ole Miss. And I see three losses there. Yep, I, I, I could agree. see them losing to Kentucky. Now the Kentucky and Arkansas games could they take both there? Sure, that's very possible. But this Mississippi State team, it's it's going to be a battle to get to six wins this upcoming year. And I would not be shocked if Mike Leach is jettisoned out of Starkville, Mississippi after next year. This qu- this is the this is if I'm looking at hot seats for 2021 
Ed Orgeron, Mike Leach at the top of my list. And that's going to be an inter- interesting game September 25th. And you got two coaches, on, on, an, on a, one of them on an incredible hot seat, in my opinion, in Ogeron, even though he won a national championship in 2019. We've seen SEC programs fire their coach after two seasons after they win the Natty, i.e. Auburn. And then you have Mississippi State with Mike Leach, who brought in a new system and said this is going to work, and it didn't. I think it's going. they're going to be able to fine-tune some things and make it work a little bit better in year two. But again, if they don't make a bowl game, they've, they're, Leach is in some serious trouble. And I don't understand what the demand is for, for the demand for winning at Mississippi State. I don't understand why it's so high. I think they just want to get to six, seven wins every year. But, but State is not opposed to firing a coach because he's not a culture fit. Yeah. That's why Moorhead got pushed out so quickly. He just didn't fit the culture. Mike Leach doesn't fit Mississippi culture. Yeah, they're 0 for 2 on their last coaches as far as culture fits. One of the guys is from the Northeast, and one of the guys is from Washington State. Pacific West! <laughs> it's just like, find a guy that's local. I think their defensive coordinator would, would be a, a guy to consider. I can't remember his name off the top of my, my head, but he is young, up and coming. He would be a guy to look at if Mike Leach gets fired here in the next couple of seasons. But they got to be able to find somebody that's local, not like in the state of Mississippi, but from the Southeast that has SEC regional. roots. Yeah, like get somebody regional get somebody that understands the program understands the landscape understands what football means and I think Mike Leach does but sometimes the antics they get old real fast when you just went three and out in 20 seconds they get old real quick when that stuff doesn't work and it worked in wazoo but you brought up the demand for winning the demand for winning in wazoo is 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 not on the same plane as the demand of winning at an sec school and whenever mississippi state did score last season it looked like it took it took way too much effort it was dink and dunk it was getting every single scrap of yardage that they could they weren't going deep much outside of that lsu game in the first in the first game of the season because they were continuing to get picked off they had to adjust and they they were trying way too hard on the offense to score it looked like i think again that they will be able to fine-tune some things but it's i don't think it's enough to get them to a bowl game and you bring up can the air raid work or i bring up can the air raid work in the sec and look guys last year may have been year one but they brought in kj costello out of stanford who west coast guy west coast quarterback west coast style quarterback was pretty good at stanford had some really solid numbers at stanford it's a nightmare last year in Starkville. A nightmare. Interceptions all over the place. He goes down with an injury, and that's how they move on to Will Rogers. But it was a nightmare for Costello at Mississippi State last year. And if that guy couldn't figure it out in the SEC with the with the pedigree that he had at Stanford, I don't think Will Rogers can figure it out. I thought he did fine, but it's not like he it's not like he possesses this next level talent. At least we haven't seen it yet. Yep. And he's only going into year two. So For me, when I look at this and how do they avoid missing a bowl game this year, how do they avoid disaster in year two under Mike Leach, the air raid, as you put it already, has to figure it out. And what figuring it out looks like is staying on the field. They did not stay on the field last year. That offense either scored quick or they went three and out. And guess what? The defense was put out there and a defense that has talent on it that can help them stay in ball games like we saw in that Georgia game last year where it went down to the final drives of the fourth quarter, that, that that defense is being wasted because the offense can't be efficient. And I don't think this is an offense that can be efficient in the SEC because Mississippi State is less talented at every position on the offensive side of the ball that 75% of the schedule that they will face in the SEC. Those teams defensively can match up and defend this air raid and get them off the field. If you don't have an uber-efficient quarterback 
like Washington State had over those years, looking at Gardner Minshew and some of the other names through there when Mike Leach was there, it's not going to work. And I don't think Mississippi State has that right now. Right. And as far as KJ Costello goes, he threw six touchdowns in six games, 11 interceptions. That's <sighs> terrible. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Go look and at his Stanford numbers. He was pretty good. Yeah, he was really, really good at Stanford. And, and as far as quarterback archetype goes, they're getting guys like Costello and Rodgers that should fit this system. Jack Abraham should be another guy that could plug and play into the system and play decently. It's just not working in the SEC. So again, I think they're going to be able to score a little bit more than they were last season. I just don't see it working out enough to where they win a bowl game. I think he made a really good point. They are less talented than 75% of the other teams on their schedule. It's just it doesn't add up to bowl level in in, in any in any phase. And then the other twenty five percent, maybe only like a couple of those games, they're more talented. Like they're more talented than Louisiana Tech. I, b- I believe that. And I think they're more talented than Memphis. But I think Memphis, with the way that they're scoring, maybe they got some athletes at Memphis. You the know, time, I kind of wonder. The last time Memphis faced a uh, SEC team from Mississippi, they beat them fifteen to ten. They beat Ole Miss. That's right, two years ago. I remember that. Two years ago, I was driving up to Parrotsville, Tennessee. Watched that game on my phone as I was driving through the mountains. Ugly game. Matt Corral looked horrible. That's another offense that could really, really score that Memphis just shut down. If we yeah. think the air raid's something special, they're going to destroy Mississippi State. So I, I wouldn't go that far but because <laughs> they didn't destroy Ole Miss. But, I, you know, but that's the point. Like, they're, they're just as talented as Kentucky. They're just as talented as Arkansas. They're not more. They're just as talented. Name someone that they're more talented than on their schedule. Vanderbilt and Louisiana Tech. All right. Well, good luck. It's going to be a battle this year for Mississippi State. I feel like get to a bowl game. Colossal oversight for people to be saying that this is a team that could actually shock this upcoming year. I will be shocked if they do. Let me tell you, I'll be a part of that group.